1: Happy Monday and welcome into the PHNX Sun Devil Show. I am Anthony Totry, joined as always by the one, the only Eric Ruby himself. And we've got DJ Danielle making it all happen behind the scenes today. Guys, do us a favor. If you're new here, leave a like, hit that subscribe button and leave a five star review. Let us know what you like about this podcast. Eric, kicking kicking the week off with fireworks, man. I love to see it.
0: I don't know what the heck that was. Every time I throw the thumbs up, which I always do when you say leave a thumbs up, I'm just trying to <laughs> show you my support as a co-host and I get fireworks. So I guess this is yep. going to be a good week. I guess it's going mean, to be gotta, a good week. Except for we're still we're still at home because our internet is still uh, reeling from the electricity being yeah, out and our reeling. entire building being in shambles, but
1: we almost thought we almost there. thought we were going to make it happen today. We almost thought we we're going to be able to be back in the studio and sure enough the internet does what it does, man.
0: Yeah, I remember I walked into work and I saw you and Danielle leaving and I'm like, wait, we have a show. What's going on? And you're like, oh, no, the, the Internet's shoddy. Go up and see if they want you to stay. It was like that uh, that uh, Abe Simpson meme, Grandpa Simpson, where he walks into the bar and he puts his hat down and he <laughs> walks right out and he picks it up. That's how I felt today. But it's OK. We're, we're surviving. We're making it. And uh, we got uh, some interesting group of uh, topics to. to oh, yeah.
1: About. I don't know if we've got. And, and over the last couple of weeks, we've had such a diverse amount of things to to talk about, but I want to kick things off talking about former Arizona State wide receiver, Brandon Ayuk. Congratulations to him. Headed to the Super Bowl, three catches, 68 Ooh. yards, and a tutty in the 49ers win over the Detroit Lions. Obviously, Brandon Ayuk headed to his, I believe his first Super Bowl. Uh, just, I mean, what have you seen from Brandon? Not Not just in the season, not just over time, because we kind of discussed that last week, but Brandon Ayuk's made a name for himself in the NFL as one of the most underrated wide receivers in the league.
0: And I think he's getting to that point where he might not be underrated for too much longer. I mean, this yeah. is a big stage. He continues to step up. I, I love his journey, how he, like, yeah, he was a higher-round pick, but he had to fight through the doghouse on a really good team, and he's made it. And he's been really, really, really good. He even had that incredible yeah. tip play that uh, I don't know if you saw... But he uh, posted a, a video um, of him watching this top ten, and it was number two. And he was like, "How is that number two? How is it not number one?" Uh, so I mean, kudos to him. I-, I love to see any sun devil succeed in uh, in the next phase of their life, whether that is actual professional athletics or something else. And yeah. he is just he's he's taking it by storm. And that man's gonna get a bag.
1: That man oh, yeah. is going to get a bag we got a Sun Devil headed to the Super Bowl, man. I feel like that's just something that regardless of what's going on in B, or if, if you're you know an Arizona State basketball, football, baseball, whatever fan, like you can just sit back and enjoy the fact that Brandon Ayuk, who had a marvelous career at Arizona State, is continuing to have a marvelous career in the NFL. And like we said, hopefully he goes out there, gets himself a ring because I know there's a lot of people that don't want to see Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. Get another one. So we'll obviously see yeah, what is. happens when the Super Bowl comes rolling around. Uh, we'll talk about who we think is going to win that game, obviously, way later on. Uh, but I do want to go from one former Sun Devil to another. BJ Green was a standout edge guy. We know he hit the portal um, not too long ago, hit the portal, committed to Washington. And we thought that was kind of where he was going to be. It was going to be interesting to see BJ Green and that Washington team head into the Big Ten. Now, things have changed, right? Kalen DeBoer, obviously, going from Washington to Alabama after Nick Saban retiring. We've seen college football really get flipped upside down since Saban retired, uh, which is still so weird to say. But after that happened, the portal opened for 30 days, as it does for any team that has a head coaching change. BJ opted to enter the portal again. Looked like it was between Ole Miss and CU. And from everything that we've seen and heard, it sounds like BJ Green is headed to Boulder to join forces with Dion, Coach Prime Sanders, Eric. Ooh,
0: I know that this hurt your tummy when you saw it. (laughs) I know this hurt your tummy, man. Because, listen, I I thought it was interesting to see how he fit in on UW on a really good team. Obviously, that's all changed. And I I do feel bad for the guy personally because – You make this huge decision to leave ASU. You make another huge decision to commit to another really big school, a school that was literally just competing in the final game of the season for the championship, and everything gets turned on its head. And now he's going to Colorado, which is kind of shitty for a couple different ways from a personal sense. Now he's going to play ASU. He's going to be in the same conference as ASU, and it kind of feels like those former guys always step to the plate when they take on their former teams. Uh, And then number two, he's going to Colorado. Uh, which makes it even worse because to see key pieces of ASU go and help Colorado do the same thing that ASU is trying to do, which is rebuild a program from the bottom up. It's tough because you start to imagine what if he stayed? What, what if yeah. he was here? And, and it is a feather in the cap of Colorado, but again, they wouldn't have gotten him if shit didn't go off the rails with Nick Saban.
1: Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Look, the interesting thing about BJ green in this whole situation is from people that knew when BJ entered the portal pretty early on, from my understanding before he chose Washington, he had three schools that were really in the running, right? He had Colorado, he had Ole Miss, he did have an offer from Penn State. Obviously, we know what Penn State is as a program, much better than CU and Ole Miss, but it didn't appear that it didn't appear that Penn State was throwing around the NIL money that CU and Ole Miss were gonna get into. So I had a source tell me quite literally the first go round that it looked like BJ green was headed to Colorado that first time around. He's got a relationship with Deion Sanders coached him. When he was when he was a little longer, a little younger uh, from my understanding, UW got in that race a little bit later in the game. Obviously they've had success. They've got NIL money to give. Uh, so it, it appeared. That's why he chose Washington that first time around, but it just made too much sense when you're going to enter the portal again, you might as well go with where you were initially going to go the first time. So it sucks to see BJ in a new uniform. Obviously, a uniform that I have been uh, pretty strong in, in my dislike and distaste of that CU program as it stands right now. Uh, but it it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a unique situation with, with Colorado next year and that defense and really everything going on. As it relates to BJ and ASU, um, I don't believe that BJ will be in college after
0: this yeah. next season. Um, so Sharon Sharon in the comments said that we don't play CU this year. I got the schedules mixed up. They play yeah. in 2025, not 2024. So she's correct. You're correct. They actually won't cross paths, which makes it it makes it makes a little bit easier to take. The medicine's a little bit easier to swallow now.
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Sharon's saying uh, at least it's not U of A, right? At least it's not Arizona. That would have been a much different pill to swallow. I don't think there was any shot, like I said initially the first go around from what I heard from people was that it was going to be CU or Ole Miss. Um, Washington came in the game late, got a second opportunity to, to head to Boulder to join forces again with, with Dion who did coach him when he was a younger athlete. So I think if there's anybody that's going to get the most out of DJ or BJ, I, I think it probably would be Dion at this point in his career. Um, and, and, you know, as much as I, I dislike that program, right. I, I think, I I think BJ is going to find success where he's going to find success and and that's all right. Uh, I think when it comes to Arizona state and you look at some of those guys that hit the portal, Jordan Clark, BJ green, Jalen Conyers, they're all in situations that fit them a little bit better than the program Arizona state right now. Uh, And I think that's, that's what they needed. Like I said, it is a unique situation for everything to, to kind of play out the way it did, but you never know. Maybe you're, Maybe you're looking at a, a surprise Big 12 championship, Eric. Maybe that's where you're going to see B.J. Green up against Arizona State is you've got one and two. <laughs> Listen, if that's happening, the medicine is
0: no longer hard to swallow. If that's
1: happening. <laughs> You'll take uh, it? You'll I, take yeah. it at that point?
0: Yeah, if we're sitting here and the only time that they play is in the Big 12 championship, then things have gone well for both programs. Uh, I don't hold as much hate in my heart for CU as you do. Uh, And for, for coach Sanders, I do agree with our assessment of him and our our coaching rankings as C, which uh, some people disagreed with. I'm sure you can guess who, Um, but I, I am, I am still rooting for the personal success of a lot of these guys. Right. Like obviously Jalen, like over a Texas tech, like I'm, I'm rooting for him. I'm rooting for Jordan Clark. I'm rooting for BJ green. You know, I was rooting for him a little bit more when he was in UW and then obviously stuff kind of got, got mixed up. And when they play ASU, if they play ASU, which I know Jalen will BJ, maybe if things go really well for both programs, um, then I will, I will stop wishing for their success for that moment but beyond that you know like I, i'm kind of taking the kenny dillingham method where it's like all right you don't want to be here i'd rather just not have you here like if it's not yeah. gonna be a good fit it's not gonna be a good fit go do your own thing either chase your bag get a different uh type of coach get a different scheme get a different position whatever it is if this isn't the place for you then it's not the place for you and, and that's just the way that it is
1: yeah no you're absolutely right even tony's in the chat saying BJ heard that fish stinks Uh, and talking about Jed fish, obviously being the coach at UW.
0: I mean, listen, man, if you're, if you're a college athlete and you are looking out for yourself and you see what he did to the U of a football program, which look credit to them, which I know is a weird thing to say on this program. Like they have, they have leveled out. Since then we're gonna talk later in the show about a big player leaving, but overall, like they've they've kind of handled it okay for what you could do when your coach leaves you for a better job and your entire program is in debt. Like they're handling it fine. And you're looking at that and you're saying, Okay, well, if I commit myself to to UW and fish is here, even if my eligibility doesn't go out, am I putting my like my life, my future in the right hands for somebody yeah. who you can you can say it's okay for him to take the money all you want. I'll say the same thing as well. It's fine. But you can also acknowledge that he just straight up screwed a lot of the kids that were there. And yeah, he said, that's bye not bye. cool. That's not yeah. cool. So I don't I don't blame anybody. I know a lot of people are leaving there. I don't blame anybody for leaving. And it is interesting to see a couple people go, but I'm getting I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself there.
1: All good. We'll get there a little bit later on the show. I, I do want to address something that Tony's talking about. He continues to, to think that Elijah Badger is headed to the portal and, and headed to U of A. Uh, Elijah Badger is an Arizona State Sun Devil. <laughs> he can hit the portal as, same as everybody else at the end of spring ball. Um, I do not think that's going to happen. And if it were to happen, it would not be to the Arizona Wildcats. I can assure you that. So we can we can we can chill on that one, Tony. We can get you know more creative. I know you've cu- you've come in here the last couple of days and I've just been disappointed in the the lack of creativity that you have in your Arizona State insults. So I just want to see you be a better version of yourself, Tony, uh, and, and we can see what you got. JJ in the chat, in dire need of a Sun Devils men's basketball <laughs> therapy session. Don't worry, JJ, we're going to get there in just a second. Before. JJ, my brother, it's bad. Eric, you, you mentioned you came into the office this morning and you had to go right back around and head home so that we could do our show the entire workday. I did the exact same thing, except this morning, I made sure to stop at Circle K, grab myself an energy drink, stopped already on my way home. So I've already hit Circle K twice before 1 o'clock in the afternoon. It is what it is. They know me by name now at my local Circle K. And not only do they got great deals on snacks, but they got a new free membership program that's going to help you guys save money every single day. Day, We're talking about Inner Circle, and when you first sign up, you could save $0.25 per gallon on your first five fill-ups, and then save $0.03 per gallon every single day after that. That really does start to add up. Like I said, they do have a deal on Snacks, where get every sixth free on a selection of those Circle K products, pizza, coffee, ice cold, fountain drinks, and more. Join Inner Circle for free by downloading the Circle K app today. Terms and conditions apply at participating locations. Just visit CircleK.com for details. You really are Mr. Circle K.
0: Like, I, I knew, like, obviously I knew you're going to do an ad read, but even before you said anything, I'm like, I've already known, I already know he stopped at least twice today. Like, I just, I knew that. Like, that's just you, you are Mr. Circle K. And you know what? I, I appreciate that. And with all that money that you're saving, man, you deserve to also treat yourself, which I know that you are doing because you got some concerts coming up and some events. And I know for a fact that Mr. Circle K is also Mr. Game Time, because listen, we all want to go and see the events in person. I know when ASU plays this year. I'm going to want to go see a game, man. Like I want to go out there. I want to activate the Valley with Kenny. And when I'm going to do that, I'm doing that with game time. It's simple. It's easy. And best of all for a man like me, it is cheap. And oh, brother, Totri, am I cheap? So I love my friends over at Game Time. They're the fastest growing ticketing app in the country for a reason. And it's the place for last minute ticket deals. And I am also a man who likes to operate in the last minute. I've done that ever since I was turning in homework as a teacher was walking around and collecting things. And it just feels good to snag a good deal right before the game starts. So go ahead, download the Game Time app, create an account. And if you haven't already saved enough money, which you never can, use the best four letters in the alphabet, P-H-N-X. $20 off. Your first purchase for some games, that's the majority of the ticket, especially with diamondback season coming up. Like you are gonna be able to get in for cheap. Some terms do apply, but again, create an account. Redeem code PHNX for $20 off. Download Game Time today, last minute tickets, lowest price,
1: and that's a guarantee. Do it. Get in on the action, man. It's it's Game Time is seriously one of my favorite apps. I absolutely love it. And look, I, I do want to get the short bus talking about ASU basketball said so I called it, Totri, admit it. You did short bus. You absolutely did. Arizona State basketball not doing what it needed to do over the weekend against Oregon State, and they didn't do it at the tail end of last week against Oregon. We'll talk Arizona State basketball here in just a second. But first, let's go ahead. Let's take a look at our Pac-12 power rankings this week. We've got a little bit on the move, Eric. I do want to start with you first and foremost. What do your Pac-12 Power Rankings look like this week? Oh, a lot different than I thought they
0: were going to look. I'll tell you that. (laughs) Listen, we still have, uh, you still have U of A at at one, but I'm going to be honest with you. Part of this is just because this entire conference continues to cannibalize itself as the Pac-12 only knows how. And it's only fitting for them to do this in, in the same season. I got Oregon at two, Colorado at three, Washington State, who I remember saying I didn't believe in. Earlier in the season, they've climbed their way up to four. Really, really tough couple of outings for Utah against the Washington schools. Uh, they're at five still, though, because Arizona State had a really tough outing against the Oregon schools. So you can't <laughs> drop Utah down that far. But Arizona State kind of did the same thing. And then we have our friends uh, over at Oregon State, who I believe jumped up, uh, I think it was almost five spots. I think it might have been the very last team in my last Pac-12 Power Rankings. And that is just an incredible week from them obviously beating the University of Arizona on a last-second yeah. shot. And then they played another game. I forget what happens there. Stanford, Washington, Cal, UCLA, and now USC. Brawny, what happened at the very yeah. end of yeah, my man. Pac-12 power rankings?
1: It's tough to see. It's tough to see some of these schools go out the way that they're going out in the conference. It is kind of funny. I do have the same Pac-12 power rankings as you. Let's go ahead. Pull those up. Look, man, great minds think alike. Arizona atop the conference. An impressive weekend um, for them, obviously, taking down Oregon. Way to get back kind of after an embarrassing loss to Oregon State. Oregon, number two. They beat Arizona State, lost to Arizona. I still think Oregon is the second-best team in this conference. I do have Colorado still at three despite the loss to Washington State on Saturday. Washington State does move up to four. Utah at five. Arizona State at six after a really rough weekend. We'll get into everything as it relates to the Sun Devils here in just a little bit. But really a poor performance from ASU all of last week heading into the weekend. Didn't really stand a chance uh, against Oregon State. Came out flat and Jordan Pope really took them to school. Stanford at eight. Washington at nine. Cal at 10, continuing their rise. I believe Cal's on a two-game win streak um, in conference play. Interesting to see. And then at the very bottom, UCLA at number 11 after a big 15-point win over USC. And like you said, Bronny James Jr. and the USC Trojans at the very bottom of these Pac-12 power rankings. It has been embarrassing to see USC get worked Game in, game out by everybody in this conference, and they are not only at the bottom of our Pac-12 power rankings, they have now fallen to the bottom of the Pac-12 standings as well. Guys, let us know what you think of this week's Pac-12 power rankings. Eric, I do want to go ahead, get into Arizona State a little bit, a little bit of a therapy session like JJ was talking about. We, We didn't we didn't do a post-game show after the Oregon State game, and rightfully so. We, we knew going into that game that regardless of what was going to happen, we didn't want to have to talk about that game too much. But here we are after a very, very rough week against the Oregon schools for ASU. And now the season has fully teetered. It is no longer, in my estimation, a, a season where you can go out there and find a way into the NCAA tournament. And I know there's people out there that are like, why are we still talking about the NCAA tournament? In my mind... Your whole season, that's why you're playing. You're playing to make it to the NCAA tournament, right? So, yes, it's January. I don't care. This is a discussion that needs to be had. And when it comes to ASU basketball, it's Pac-12 tourney dub or bust, which I don't think this team is going to be able to get to. But I I just want to really, really sink our teeth into why Arizona State continues to do this. Why do they continue to break the hearts of the maroon and gold?
0: It's – It's just the same shit, man. It's the same shit every single year. Totally. Every single year. Different teams, different players, like different schedules, different ways that it happens, but it's always the same thing. Oh, when this team's clicking. Oh, when everybody's all bought in. Oh, when they, you know, when everything is going right, this team might win. This 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 team might have a shot at the back 12 tournament. This team might actually make it to the to the to March Madness. Oh, they might they might actually win around. And then this happens. Yeah. And then this happened it's yeah. just, it's I don't know if therapy session's the right word. I think we need to go to like an anger room, one of those rooms that you just get like a hammer and they just say, here's a bunch of old TVs and a bunch of stuff like that that you can just lay into. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's honestly ridiculous. I'm not sure who to blame more—the players or the coaches. Like, I'm I'm honestly not sure at this point because everybody has been disappointing. I know Donald's in the chat. He is on the fire Bobby train, probably heavier than I've ever seen. But then we also have JJ who's saying that there's still hope for this season, and that is the perfect encapsulation of ASU basketball. Is you have two completely different spectrums that you easily can talk yourself into because of how this team plays. Because I promise you, I promise you, I promise you, I promise you, after losing to Oregon State, they're going to take on a team. I don't know if it's going to be the next game, but it's going to be a game where you go in and you're going to be like, ASU's not going to win this game. There's no way they win this game. And they're going to fucking win the game. And then we're going to be like, oh, ooh, ASU. Wow. Are they back? And then they're they're going to play a shit team they're going to lose again. It's just the same thing over and over and over. And I'm not on fire, Bobby, this year. I will give him a chance with the class next year. But you yeah. cannot dilly-dally in the Big 12 and expect to have a successful program. Oh, To me, this, Big 12 this is, is Bobby's second to right last year. This is Bob- yeah. Bobby's second to last year if he doesn't get his stuff together, man.
1: Absolutely. I mean, look. You, you look at that Oregon State game, and it's the same things, the same issues... Rearing their head again for Arizona State. It's the same thing when they went on that losing streak. It's the same thing when they lost to San Diego. The same thing when they lost to some of those other schools that they really shouldn't have lost to the way that they did. It was poor three-point shooting. They shot 11% against Oregon State. 11% from three. Unacceptable. And they got out-rebounded by 21. 21 boards more for the beeves than Arizona State. It's what's costed them. Time and again this season, they don't have the size and the strength to compete with teams that do have dominant bigs, which Arizona State doesn't have dominant bigs. They haven't had dominant bigs in a long, long time. There's a lot of potential with Sean Phillips Jr. But when you don't get the production out of Bryant-Cellabungay and some of those other bigs, you are going to lose the rebounding battle and you're going to allow bad teams like Oregon State to go up, get second chance opportunities and capitalize on them. And then on the flip side, when you're shooting 11% from three, teams are going to let you take that. They're going to let Dude. you shoot and fire them away from behind the arc if you're going to play that poorly. And at a what, what point? I believe it was either you or Jacob had texted me on Saturday saying, why do they keep shooting threes? They're not going in. I said, that's what this team does. Because Bobby, for his entire career at Arizona State, has let these guys take their shots, Right. You're going to live and die by what these guys do out there on the court. And that's what you saw on Saturday. They died because of the the shot selection and the fact that they couldn't sink it at all. So when you're shooting that poorly, you're getting out rebounded and you start slow, right? You start the game down 19 to 5, eight minutes in. Now you're playing from behind and you can't, you can't hit threes. So as long as Oregon State continues to do what they were doing, you're... You're shit out of luck, and that's exactly what it is. You can't lollygag into the Big 12 like you said, and that's exactly what this program is going to do because right now the Big 12 has several teams in the AP Top 25, has several teams bound for the NCAA tournament, and you're going to show up playing half-ass basketball in a half-ass arena, and you're going to get your half-ass ass ass kicked if you continue to throw out this product every single day. Season, you need to figure it the fuck out and learn how to play college basketball with some of the other great teams. And if you can't do it, find somebody that can. That's where you got to be at if you're Arizona State, if you're the next athletic director, if you are anybody in charge, you say to Bobby Hurley, hey, this is what needs to happen. There is no more time to dance around and wait this thing out. If you got to go get guys through the transfer portal, Every year, that's fine. Make it happen. Win. And if you're the athletic department, at a certain point, if you want that product, if your new AD says, hey, we're going to be a basketball school or we're going to try and turn this program around, then you have to fork over the money and figure out a way to get donors to support this program the way that they are starting to support the football program. Otherwise, you're just gonna continue to be a laughing stock, except you're gonna go from a laughing stock on the West Coast to a laughing stock in Texas.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it it <laughs> it's really bad. Like they're they're sitting in a very precarious spot because if you do let Bobby go this year and that entire class decommits and they don't want to come here anymore, well then you're not really in a better spot than if you let Bobby stay and yeah. i get it oh get bobby some nil funding get him a competitive stadium all of that and and i understand all those things to make a successful program for sure but that doesn't change if there are still things that happen on the basketball court that should not happen that doesn't matter what the facilities look like it doesn't matter what kind of court they're playing on they could be playing pickup out at a park and they'd be doing the same damn thing and that's the yeah. problem let me read you some stat lines real quick <clears throat> 28 minutes 1 for 6 from the field, 0 oh, of 5 from 3, 1 rebound, 1 assist, 5 personal fouls, 2 points. Guess oh, that's the Alonzo Gaffney. It's a Alonzo Gaffney. Right. Here's another one. <laughs> for 33 <laughs> minutes, 2 for 8 mm-hmm. from the field, 2 for 6 from 3, 5 rebounds, 1 assist, 4 fouls, 8 points.
1: Ooh, that's either Jemiah or Adam Miller. It's Jamiah. Okay, here's the third one. <laughs> Guess who it is? <laughs> Twenty-five
0: minutes, 0 for seven from the field, 0 for four from three, four rebounds, three assists, two fouls, five points. That's Adam Miller. That's Adam Miller. That's three of your five starting starting players. That's yeah, not good enough. Too open. <laughs> like it's just it, it's it, it's 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 honestly embarrassing. An o for five from three, an o for four from three, an o for seven from the field, five personal fouls, four personal fouls. Fa- it's bad. See, I it's get bad. it. I get it. We can talk about the players. Should they hit open shots? Absolutely. Should they be better and playing better than that? Absolutely. But I question: Are they in the right place to succeed? Do they have the right voice telling them exactly what they need to do and doing it in the right way? Like, I get it, man. College basketball is different than the NBA, and there's a talent discrepancy, obviously. And, and like these guys are extremely good athletes. They're some of the best Man. athletes in the world, some of the best basketball players in the world. But there's still a level where you cannot just expect them to go out there by themselves and just figure it out. You can't. No, you're right. It's ridiculous at this point. Oh, go. Bobby's a players coach, right? Like go have fun. Like, Go out there, play the game that you want to play. Hey, maybe that's not the way that this game should be played. Maybe that's not the best way to put together this roster. And then I just worry that, yes, oh, it's so great. Oh, this class that's coming in, it's going to be all freshmen. And are they going to sit down? They're going to be told, do whatever you want. Because that, that's, that's genuinely what it feels like every single game we go into is say, do whatever you want. And then it works, and then they feel justified, and then they feel like they can do it every game, and then it bites them in the ass. A- no, and it's, right. it's unacceptable.
1: Right. JJ it's brings unacceptable. up a great point. It's on the staff, right? At this point, yeah. it, it's, it's on these guys to, to get right. And I think you saw them tighten things up a little bit when they started conference play understanding what they needed to do. And they've gotten a little lax on it. JJ in the chat, but I'm telling you, it's ultimately on the coaches of Hurley and the staff of saying, Gaff, go shoot. He's going to shoot. And at, at a certain point, even if he's not saying, Gaff, go shoot, he's got to be saying, Gaff, don't shoot. Or, hey, don't do this. Don't do that. Do something else. Like Like, impact the game
0: in a different way. You yeah. don't have to be an impactful college basketball player. Or a basketball player, period, by scoring the damn basketball, okay? This team's identity is formed when they pressure, when they push, when they play chaotic. Taking 100 threes and hitting none of them, while it is chaotic, is not the right type of chaos. It's just, it's not. not. And you can't expect, like, listen, dude, listen, hypothetically, you're my coach, I'm playing, okay? I've shot five threes, and I've bricked that shit, all of them. Yeah. If you come to me and you keep telling me, hey, keep shooting threes, hey, keep shooting threes, guess what? I'm not going to believe in you because yeah. I'm going to go do that, and I'm going to keep missing, and then I'm going to lose confidence in myself, and then I'm going to start questioning everything.
1: Yeah, there is there's, there's something I'm, to be said about blind confidence here.
0: If if I'm questioning everything and I'm I'm doing what you tell me to do even though it's not succeeding and we are getting beat by a team that was deemed the worst in the conference a week ago. Like, yeah, they, yeah. they, they upset you of a, but, but to be honest with you, like a last second buzzer beater, is a lot more stomachable than just getting your shit rocked. Yeah. Right? Like I'm, I'm sitting here, I'm on the bench. I, I see these guys just completely shit the bed. I go out there, I shit the bed and now we're losing to Oregon state. And like people are saying you overreact to two good games or two bad games. Here's the problem. These are not just by themselves. Right, these are not just microcosms. Oh, these two games. No. Oh, these two games. These are good. These are bad. This is a pattern. And I said this when they were winning, and I'll say it while they're losing. They're going to have two games, like like Stephen in the chat says. They're going to shoot forty percent from three for the next two games. Fine. What's going to happen in the two games after that? It's not overreacting if it's the first time it's happened. It's genuinely reacting when you know what's coming next. And with this team, you always do. Yeah.
1: Always. That's not overreacting. It's just reality. And when you look at it, right, there is something about the way that this team plays and the reaction that it deserves, whether it's ASU basketball or football. Look, this isn't the NBA. There isn't 82 games to get it right. Okay. Every game matters significantly when you're talking college basketball. And what we've seen from Arizona State for the last few years, I would argue, is they play up and down to their competition as good as anybody else. You throw out Kansas on the court, they're going to play a, a dominant level of basketball. They may come up short or they might win. You throw out Arizona, what did we see last year? They played them hard as hell. Sometimes they get it done, sometimes they don't. But the issue that I have, and I get it's hard. I get it is hard to win in college basketball. I get win. it is win, it's hard to win in college sports. I totally understand that. I totally get where the coaches are coming from because it's true. But great teams – even above average good teams find ways to win the games that they're supposed to win. So when you go out there and you can't win those games because you play down to your competition or your players get too confident and they maybe steer off what has worked in the past, then that's a problem moving forward. Okay. That's a problem with the, the culture in my mind. Okay. When you establish a culture and I an I, identity of Hey, these kids are going to go out there. We're going to let you play free your style of basketball. Okay? There's just a couple things that you have to keep in mind. We're going to live and die by your shots. Okay, then. We're going to hang our hat on defense offensively. What are we going to do? Well, you don't know night in, night out. Gaffney could take 10 threes. Adam Miller could take 10 threes. Jemiah could go for 20. Jose could go for 20 that's not that's not a winning
0: recipe it's all coulds. it's all could's. it's all this could happen all this could happen all this could happen who are you relying on who who do you know it's like like frankie listen Going into every single game, I know Frankie's going to bring it. Is it always going to work out in the best way? Absolutely not. But that's why you're supposed to have four other competent starters with them. That's why you're supposed to have guys off the bench that can contribute. And listen, you can talk about the players and say, you know what? Maybe the players just aren't good enough. But I see every single person we talked about in the offseason. We talked about it with these guys committed to come here. The type of looks that they can bring. The buckets, the defense, the inside presence, the outside presence, like – These building blocks and these skills are there. And we have seen constantly kids come into ASU and not reach their full potential. Granted, there have been some that have. like There have been some guys that have come in here under Bobby and they have thrived. And it's been awesome. But they're starting to become fewer and farther in between. And at the same time that some guys were succeeding, others were losing their way. And you can blame it on a player. You can blame it on the coaching staff. But when players come and players go and everything else remains the same, and the patterns remain the same, at some point, you just can't blame the players. You could still say they need to play better. I need better from Jose Perez. I need better from Adam Miller. I need better from Frankie Collins. I need better from Jemaya Neal. I need better from Alonzo Gaffney. Like, Like, all of that is true. But this is college. And what you have seen in many different programs is that when you have an identity and you have a culture, that you can rely upon, and guys know how they're gonna succeed, how they're gonna win, and how they're going to be maximized to their abilities. Teams overperform. I can't yeah. remember the last time consistently for a season that ASU overperformed
1: our expectations. I couldn't tell you. Look, when it comes to ASU basketball, it is the same thing over and over again. Eric, if I give you a glass, some ice, and an orange, and I say, make me orange juice every single year, Except uh, this time I want without pulp. This time I want a lot of pulp. This time I want a little bit of pulp. At the end of the day, you're still going to come back with fucking orange juice, right? Like, that's what we get every single year. Sometimes there's a little pulp. Sometimes there's too much. Sometimes there's not enough, right? Bobby Hurley is asking these guys to make orange juice a bunch of different ways, and they're still coming back with the same thing. Doesn't matter who's on the team. At a certain point, maybe you don't want fucking orange juice anymore. Okay. Maybe you need something else to get the job done. Look, I know if there's one thing that I enjoy about Arizona state, it's the fact that I don't necessarily have to bet on them every single game. In fact, I try and stay away from betting on Arizona state basketball because it is very, very inconsistent, but I did make some money over on the NFL playoffs. The Kansas city chiefs money line was just absolutely free. It felt like, Anytime you can get the Chiefs at plus money, which you still can right now ahead of the Super Bowl. I believe they're one-point dogs now. I'm taking it, guys. The BetMGM Sportsbook app, the place to make your money.
0: You also, you hit your your, uh, Michigan Chargers Harbaugh parlay.
1: Michigan to win the Natty
0: and and Jim Harbaugh to be the head coach of the Chargers.
1: Congrats. On a roll, buddy. On a roll, guys. If you want to make some money, do it on the BetMGM Sportsbook app. Just download the BetMGM Sportsbook app on iOS or Android or visit BetMGM.com. Sign up and deposit at least $5 into your newly created account. Place a wager in the amount of at least $5 at standard odds price. And once you have placed a bet, you guys are going to receive $158 in bonus bets, regardless of the outcome of your wager. It is parlay picks. I know, Eric, you gave me a little bit of a shout out there, making my parlay picks and hitting it not too long ago. So I'm going to run it back to the NFL Give me some Super Bowl picks here. I am taking Travis Kelsey anytime touchdown score, and I am taking the Kansas City Chiefs money line at plus money. They're going to get another chip, and Andy Reid's going to retire. Travis Kelsey is going to marry Taylor Swift and head on into the sunset, and maybe that is just me as a Chargers supporter hoping that that's how the Chiefs offseason goes. In reality, I do think they're going to win the Super Bowl, though. I mean, it is what it shoot. Is, Why not? Why not? Guys, like I, I said, it. make some money over it. BetMGM, sign up for BetMGM and use that bonus code PHNX. Place your first BetMGM Sportsbook wager through BetMGM Sportsbook mobile app for at least $5. You guys are going to receive $158 instantly in additional winnings regardless of your wager's outcome. Check out the show notes for full details, and now listen to Damon talk about the disclaimer. Call one hundred gambler. Available in the U.S. Call eight seven seven eight hope and or text hope and four six seven three six nine New York. Call one hundred three two seven five zero five zero Massachusetts. Twenty one plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call one hundred Next Step Arizona. One eight hundred bets off Iowa. One for confidential help. Michigan. One Puerto Rico. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms. This promotional offer is not available in New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico.
0: Listen. Whether you like it or not, when it comes to college athletics, when it comes to your personal life, listen, money, it's a pretty big factor, right? Like ASU basketball, maybe they need a little bit more money in their pockets. Maybe they could use an extra $200, but I know you for sure listening can use an extra 200 bucks. And that's why right now is the perfect time to head on over to our friends at Desert Financial Credit Union. When I say our friends, I'm actually going to be selfish. I'm going to say my friends because I have been using Desert Financial Credit Union my entire life only people that I trust and I've trusted before I worked here, before I've been reading this ad, this is a genuine just extension for you to come check them out. And listen, you're an ASU fan if you're here or you're a U of A fan, I mean, either way, but if you're an ASU fan, they actually have personalized three different versions of ASU debit cards that you can get. And on top of all of this, on top of their checking, savings accounts, mortgages, loans, credit cards, investment options, everything that you need, they're also going to give you $200 for free that sound nice? $200 for free? I think it sounds pretty good. All you have to do is open a free checking account online. Plus, with the 200 bucks, you get your choice of one of three Arizona State University Visa debit cards. All you have to do is go to desertfinancial.com slash ASU to get started. Get that free 200 bucks, man. You could do a lot with that. You could donate it to NIL. You could put it on a Super Bowl parlay. Or you could just put it in your back pocket for a rainy day. Either way, $200, bucks can not go wrong with it.
1: Can't go wrong. Look, we got some familiar faces and some new faces here in the chat. We got JJ, who's always talking AESU hoops. We got Steven as well and Hank in there. Guys, ask around, ask Sharon, ask Bus. ask Donald, all some of our PHNX diehards who are always talking Arizona State in the diehard Discord. It is exactly like the YouTube chat, except this is 24-7, 365, people talking Arizona State athletics in our diehard Discord. It is just One of the many perks that you're going to get when you become a PHNX diehard along with exclusive diehard content. Not to mention, you are not just an Arizona State fan. You are an Arizona sports fan, right? So you can hop over from the Arizona State channel in Discord to the Wildcats. If you want to talk your mess there, you can head to the Suns. You can head to the Coyotes. You can head to the Cardinals. You can head to the Suns. We have it all over at PHNX. Guys, check it out. Head over to gophnx.com today. Click that Die Hard tab, and they will have more information for you guys over there. love to see more Die Hards head over there. Donald, don't worry. I'm going to get to your DM. I haven't checked my Die Hard Discord DMs in a minute, but I'm always hopping over in that channel, um, as always. Look, I do want to, before we get out of here, uh, address an interesting situation that took place over the weekend uh, with Ephesians Pride Talk, former Arizona defensive back, Uh, who we actually talked about potentially coming to Arizona State. We would have loved to see that transfer. He had an interesting play, okay? At one point, late last week, he tweeted a video, or no, he tweeted just a photo of his Arizona jersey, right? And a lot of people thought that he was going to be heading back Right, wasn't there going from the portal to Arizona? There was there was a link. There was a link to buy this jersey. He linked it. He wanted people to go out and buy the jersey. People are like, oh my goodness, is he is he coming back? That's awesome! Like, great, great player. Instead, a couple days later, he posted this. This is where he's headed. From Arizona to UW. Not only is the graphic just disgustingly throwing up all over the Arizona Wildcats with the jersey, but how in I just, it left me in awe. It left me in awe that he chose to put a jersey out there for people to buy, like giving the impression that he was going to return, only to bounce to UW. That's, that's, that's pathetic. That's pathetic. All-time that all villain. Oh, for sure. For sure. All Not time only villain, are dude. you a villain for doing that, you're a villain and you're going to UW with
0: Jet Yeah, Fish. you're going to Jetfish. That is like... Dude, when I saw that, it's almost so heinous to a point that you have to respect it, right? Like, sure. Is it messed up? Absolutely. Should he have done that? Probably not. But it's so damn funny. It's so damn funny if you just take the emotions out of it. And this dude, first of all, knowing damn well that he was going to leave, right? Oh, yeah. Like knowing damn well he was going to UW, he just goes, Ah, i'll put a leak out there to my jersey and, and you know you know what his reason was he he tweeted listen guys i'm not trying to make any money i'm just trying to make sure that y'all remember the name i'm gonna lower my glasses like an old school librarian man that's a lie that is an absolute lie and you know what it's so ridiculous and crazy that i even if it wasn't u of a I kind of respect it, man. Like, that's so out there. It's so stupid.
1: Look, look, I know we're an Arizona State podcast, and I I make my mess talking some shit about the Arizona Wildcats from time to time, okay? But I will tell you that the ephesians prize sock thing blew my mind. I couldn't believe that that is I, – I just couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe that's the way that he opted to leave that fan base, to leave Tucson, to do all that stuff. I think – and nobody would have blamed him if he would have just transferred, he didn't have to do what he did. Whether you're trying to get uh, like, how many extra jerseys did you sell, bro? Was it worth being hated no, in Tucson I guarantee, like that?
0: I guarantee you. Nobody bought that Jersey. Now everybody in Tucson hates him. And hates him, he's, he's, a, he's a, he's a villain. Like, he's, he's a villain now. And it's so funny because, because Jed leaves, right. And it's like, Oh my God, he screwed us. Oh my God, he screwed us. And then it's almost just like salt in the wound. He's like, yeah. Oh, one of our best players, not only is he leaving, for Washington oh he's gonna just put out his U of A jersey beforehand when there's this whole wave of everybody's staying everybody's backing the A look we're not breaking kumbaya like you know like that's what's going on down in Tucson and now he's just like oh maybe I'm coming back on oh, psych I'm out of here and uh, yeah. somebody's asking what's worse the way he left or the way Fish left Fish for sure I feel like was the worst but could you imagine if Jed Fish posted a link to like the nil the u of a nil fund like three days before he left or imagine if he like did an interview with like i don't know like a national person and said that the contract was almost done and that he really wanted to be at the university of arizona long
1: term could you imagine how fucked up that would be if he did that and then he left that would have been crazy like i'm all for trolling arizona but people are spending their money on your stupid fucking jersey dude like that's that i don't think they that, are i don't think that, they are I'm sorry. Well, if, if they did if they did right like do think about that from this perspective if you're an arizona state fan right bj green enters the transfer portal second time throws his arizona jersey in a link to it in twitter right and people are like oh shit bj's oh coming back god right that'd be and so then he, crazy and he goes to, to see you dude we grill him. That's a we see you grill move. him it's a him. see you move for sure like, is, that's, that's a just,
0: prime time move it's just tough man oh, i couldn't listen, get behind the, the, listen the dude needs to be grilled like don't don't get me wrong just because i think it's hilarious does not mean that i can't also step aside and be like mm, yeah you probably shouldn't do that like i would never that do fair. that like I, I would i would never do that shit and, and i just think it's so it's so funny because it's so messed up and, and yeah look Somebody, I don't think anybody clicked on that and went, "Oh, I'm going to buy an Ephesians price sock jersey." Like I genuinely don't think that, so I don't think yeah. it really harmed anybody. And if it did, if somebody, if you're in this chat and you bought the Ephesian price sock jersey, price sock jersey after he posted it, like I sincerely apologize to you specifically. But other than that, man, he didn't harm anybody. He just did something so stupid. And I love villains. We need more villains in sports. Like, as fucked up as what Jet Fish did, that's so funny. Like, it is so funny. It, it, it like It's like with ASU, Herm is a villain. You need a good villain. Herm is villain. the biggest like, villain in Tempe. It's messed Herman up. Like, and Ray I don't.
1: Anderson, for sure.
0: I don't support anything that Herm did, but objectively, it's kind of hilarious how he just was so bad at his job that everybody just hates him. So, uh, listen, I don't think it's that big of a deal. I think it's funny.
1: But if you bought the jersey, I would understand being extremely upset. Is that the greatest fumble in the last 10 years in college athletics? Is Herm Edwards having... A Heisman winning quarterback in Jaden Daniels. In a,
0: Super a, in a
1: Super Bowl wide receiver in Brandon Iuke, and having a defensive coordinator
0: ah.
1: who was and Antonio Pierce going on to be the head coach for the Las Vegas Raiders. Is that the biggest fail God. in fumble in college sports over the last is- decade? It
0: is because it wasn't just like oh man it worked out but everybody went their separate ways and they have got better somewhere else. It it crashed and it burned. They the culture around Herm was they were cleaning out this Heisman winners locker when he was leaving. They were celebrating. They were they were cel- and you know what I was actually going back and I was watching some uh, some Jaden Daniels Brandon Ayuk highlights. <laughs> it was greatness, Ooh. 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 greatness. But but also it's like you would have never you would have never a. Said that Jaden Daniels would have been a Heisman or B would have been a top five pick in the draft, like potentially coming up while he was at ASU. It, 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 was, it was.
1: Herm Edwards won the shit.
0: It was such a fumble, man. It, it was such a fumble. C- could you imagine? I- I'm going through this in my head now. How long until we get a player saying, I will stay at your school if you guys buy X amount of my jerseys? Like Ephesians price sock puts up his U of a Jersey and says, I will stay in Tucson. If you guys buy 100 of my jerseys.
1: No. Would you, would you respect it? I mean, do, do whatever you got to do to get your bag, but that just means you're not good enough to get uh, enough money in NIL. Like you have to, (laughs) you have to go beg on social media for money. That's what it is. That's what it tells me. It tells me that you just wanted to fat in your pocket a little bit. And maybe you didn't get enough of a bag at your new school. So you had to go throw around some chump change in a link on social media to go get some old fans to buy your Jersey. (laughs) That's what it tells me.
0: It says for Badger I'd buy all 100 myself.
1: Hey, that's fair, man. Sharon would probably buy 50 with you. I feel it. Absolutely. We could split it four ways. Oh, is that what we're doing? We're just going to have 25 Elijah Badger jerseys each. I think that would make a great background for when we're working from home. It's just fair, repetitive copy and paste live jerseys <laughs> right behind us. Maybe we'll get there at one point, Maybe. guys. But I don't know. It is Until Monday, <laughs> which yeah, which means it is time to go out, get yourself some burros, guys. Go try it. it. If you haven't had it, it is so damn good. Last week was the very first time I actually had some burros. came into the office. Really? It is money. Yeah. And we got a little gift card. I'm definitely going to go grab my dinner from some burros this evening, guys. It's a family-owned and operated restaurant. It is Arizona's most loved Mexican restaurant. They've got party platters to feed a crowd. Maybe you're looking to have a little bit of a Super Bowl party. Highly recommend some burros They've got a fiesta platter with red and chili cheese. Wow. Red and green chili beef. and Homemade taquitos, chips, fresh guac, and famous Hot sauce. Look, there's just so much that, that's a part of the Fiesta platter that I, I, my mouth was watering. I couldn't even speak. It was so damn good. With locations throughout the valley, guys, they've got it here locally in Phoenix all the way to Flagstaff. They've got something for everybody. Let Sunburrows cater your next meal, big or small. Order online or find one near you by visiting sunburrows.com. And if you just so happen to be
0: enthralled with your Sunburrows and you make a mess – And it gets all over your floor. And for the first time, you're looking down at your floor. You're saying, hey, these floors kind of suck. This is kind of dirty. I'm eating some burrows all the time and there's trash all over it. I need to get myself some new floors. And as terrible as that transition was, Empire Today, (laughs) not terrible. All right, listen, quick, easy, professional. They have absolutely everything covered for you if you are trying to spruce up where you live. The floors are the most underrated part of your house. Everybody worries about, oh, what am I putting on the wall? What kind of bed frame am I going to get? Oh, what kind of uh, appliances am I going to have in my kitchen? Well, those are all important, very, very important things. People underrate just how much a really good floor can mean to a space and the feng shui. I love the word feng shui. And if you're trying to buy some flooring and you're wondering what the hell is it going to actually look like in my apartment. What the hell is it going to look like in my house or in Tony's $6 billion mansion that he lives in? Listen, guys, they have a floor visualizer that you can actually take a picture of the room that you're in, that you want to replace the floors and see what the selection that you want looks like there. And the last thing you want when you're doing any type of renovation is to commit to something, to say, yes, I'm going to do this. And then they dip. Right. It's like committing to UW and then your head coach leaves. It's just not good. Right. You just don't want that to happen. And not only do they have the floor visualizer, they have a floor designer, they have convenient shop at home service. Plus, they service their own warranties if an issue does come up, which sometimes things just happen. They're going to handle it themselves. You're not going to have to track down some random phone number and play phone tag. They've got you covered. You can schedule a free, free in-home estimate today, and all listeners can receive $350 off. That's a big number. We I mean, use the it promo is. code PHNX. See empiretoday.com PHNX for details. Some restrictions do apply, so make sure you check that out.
1: Guys, that is going to do it for today's show. But before we get out of here, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, and be sure to turn on our notifications because when we go live tomorrow, it is time to talk about the Big 12 schedule for Arizona State. That schedule gets released tomorrow morning, so definitely be on the lookout. We'll be going live discussing game by game week-by-week Arizona State's 2024 schedule, the very first season for Kenny Dillingham and the Sun Devils, headed to the Big 12, so definitely be there. Guys, on your way out, give us a follow on social as well, at phnx underscore sunups. You can follow me at anthony underscore totry. You can follow Eric Ruby, at Eric Ruby, that is Eric with a K, for all things ASU and Suns. And And you can follow DJ Danielle at Danielle. On social media. But guys, as always, enjoy your Monday. Go Devils and peace.